today Mimi. So today we are going to discuss a very popular book that was published in 2022 and that is Lessons in Chemistry. Yes I love this one. What about you? I loved it so much. Yeah and um, well no wonder that we loved it because I mean there's everything in it to love. Um, the main character is a woman, colorful woman, Elizabeth Zott. Uh, she's a feminist she in is. 1950s, 60s yeah. California. She works as a chemist in a research lab and then she becomes the host of a TV cooking show. And she's a single mother to a little girl named Madeline. The little girl is a very endearing character. There's also another endearing one, which is the dog. Yeah, the dog is amazing. We'll talk more about this one. She's also um, a good character. I mean, Elizabeth Zott. Because she puts in a lot of hard work to find her place uh, as, a, um, as a chemist. I think that's what I really li- loved about uh, this novel. Yeah. So this novel was uh, written by Bonnie Garmus. Uh, she's a copywriter and a creative director. Uh, she has mostly worked in the fields of technology, medicine and education. Uh, she was born in California and she currently lives in London with her husband and her dog, 99. Yeah. Love that name. And uh, Lessons in Chemistry was her debut novel, uh, which got a lot of praise. And she was awarded Author of the Year at the British Book Award in 2023. No wonder she was so successful with this book, because she actually wrote about things that she really knew about. I mean, the the fields that she mentioned in the the book are fields that she's she's familiar with. So, yeah, that's a good recipe for success. It is. Did you, well, how did you like this novel? I really loved it. I gave it uh, five stars. I thought it was well-written. I thought it was funny, but emotional as well. Mm. Uh, I really loved the main character. I thought she was so interesting. Yeah. What about you? Um, I loved the main character, but I also loved a number of the supporting characters as well. I don't know if uh, 6.30, the dog, is my favorite character, but he might well be, actually. Mm -hmm. And well, just as you said, there's a, v- a wide variety of emotions in this uh, in this book. Uh, there are some very witty sentences. Uh, there are passages that make you laugh, even some that make you angry. Oh too. yeah. Mm. So that's not a flat narrative at all. No, no, no. It was really interesting. Mm. What made you read this book? Ah, first of all, you <laughs> because you loved it so. I had to read it as well. We wanted to discuss it. Yeah, we did. And also, I read on someone's Instagram account that there was the point of view of, of, of a dog in the story. So I think that's that's what sold me, mm-hmm. uh, this novel. Because I thought it was probably refreshing. And it was. Yeah, it was really... It's a refreshing read. Yeah. What I really enjoyed in my experience of reading this book is that you lent me your copy... And you had left some annotations in it. Yes, I did. And I was amazed because you sensed the twist that arrives, I think, at the end of chapter 10. Yeah. And you had sensed it, like, at page 
35. It's funny. I don't even remember that. You told me that. And I was like, oh, I did I? Yeah, you did. I mean, I've got proof. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was great because I was so, yeah, it was stunning seeing that you had understood it. So I left a message in your copy. Hope yeah. you don't mind. <laughs> you know, I thought I read your copy of uh, The Importance of Being Earnest, mm -hmm. which you had annotated as well. And I think it's such a nice reading experience to read somebody else's copy when they annotate it because you have your own experience, but then you uh, read the book through somebody else's experience as yeah, well. And I thought it, it was really interesting. It's I almost liked it. like a conversation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was fun. Well, now we are having a real conversation about yes. it. So nice as well. And what's the reason why you chose to read it? So I'm so glad that I did because I wasn't going to. I it was really hyped at the end of uh, last year. I saw it. I saw it everywhere on YouTube. Just reading the title, I was like, "Lessons in Chemistry." Don't really feel like reading a book about about science. And then they would talk about it's a cooking show, and I don't really like reading about cooking, so I wasn't gonna. I wasn't going to buy it. I think it was on sale somewhere and I thought I might as well give it a try. And I'm so glad that I did because I loved it so much. Yeah. What's the topic that you most enjoyed in it? Well, I like the fact that it was that it took place in the 1950s, 1960s. Uh, I thought it portrayed um, women's in this period well. Uh, the fact that at that time they were expected to be homemakers and not uh, career Uh, people that they were expected to get married and have a family and then take care of that family. I like that she was she's a woman that works in STEMs, which is even rarer at that time period. Uh, I made some research and only 8.2% uh, of the people who worked in chemistry at this time were women, so very small percentage. Yeah, and so. also what information we don't have is what role... They, what role they had because they yeah. might have been technicians rather That's than true. Yeah. Uh, researchers Doctors. per yeah. se. Yeah. And they were also paid way less than mm. men for the same job. So Jeff I thought it was for this? Uh, I think what I saw was they were paid 60% of a men's Ouch. salary. Yeah. And I thought that was well portrayed in, in the book how she's treated in the Hastings lab, I think the name yep. of the lab is Hastings. Yeah, we, we do get a sense of how hard she has to struggle against this nearly all-male research group. Yeah, and even how she's treated by other women. Uh, we've got... Uh, That's right. We'll talk, I think, more about her in another section, but uh, you've got one of the women working there and that she is being kind of a mean girl to mm -hmm. her. And so I thought it was really interesting. And another part of this period is that uh, the 60s is also the second wave of feminism. And I thought that was portrayed also uh, well in this book. And I liked that Elizabeth used something that is typically the role of a housewife cooking uh, to empower women and to make women more wanting more independence and things like that. And I love yeah. that the author did that, that she used cooking as a way to empower women and, um, you know, take their destiny in their own hands and realizing that, oh, maybe I deserve better than what I've been getting. So I really, really like that aspect. Yeah, and what I also like about Elizabeth is that 
she is not ashamed to be herself. No, I love that so much. Yeah, and that's another thing that is very inspiring because she knows that um, she's an outsider yes. in the world of TV shows. She's given all sorts of prompts of things that she has to read and say. Um, she seems to agree to yeah. the line that is uh, shown to her and actually, oh, she's doing just what she wants to do. Yeah, I love those moments where the producer is like, okay, you're going to say that and do that and look at this camera and that. And she's like, yeah. And then the camera rolls and she does the exact opposite. Like you said, I love that she's confident. She doesn't care what other people think. Uh, she doesn't want to be put in a box. Uh, she just wants to do what's best for herself. She knows what's best for her. She knows us, she's very aware of her own worth. And she's not letting anyone put putting her down. Yeah, what's best for her and what she's good at. Although we also get a sense of, well, she might be sometimes losing her confidence because of what other people are saying about her and doing to her. Um, but it's true that she never uh, accepts to to just give up. Yeah, she never gives up. And I thought she was really inspiring because we tend as people to care about what people think and how they might look at us if we do something. Mm. And she just doesn't care. Mm. She's just going to be herself no matter what. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So we talked about the side characters. So, which one was your favorite side character? The dog, definitely. Yeah. Six thirty. Six. What a great name. Yeah. Six thirty. We won't say why she named him that, but yeah, I love that yeah, name. And read the book to understand yeah. this. That's one of the many details that are very, very uh, refreshing. Yeah, it's very endearing. He's so, he's so sweet and protective. Very sweet. I, I also found him very relatable because I said it, I think, in the previous episode of our podcast, but I'm a wimp and <laughs> he too is a wimp. So I think I, I can say that 6.30 is um, my dog counterpart or something. Yeah, that's great. And so we know all of that because we actually get his point of view in the book. And, and I think it's not often that we get that in books and I don't have a pet. I know that you, you have a dog. But I think there's such big and important parts of a family. And I really like that we got his point of view on, the event, uh, all, on all of the events yeah. that happened in the book. And it's also true that um, you can really communicate with your pet. And, for example, a dog, when, when you spend a lot of time with them, at some point you really understand what the face he's making at that moment means mm -hmm. and 6.30 is given almost a voice yeah and it doesn't it, well it's not crazy because I think that's dogs our pet dogs just lack a voice otherwise we can really exchange things mm -hmm. with them so yeah. it's it's convincing too yeah he's a very cute lab assistant yeah <laughs> very really cute lab him. assistant yeah uh, very protective of Elizabeth and of her daughter. And what I really loved about this character is also the fact that he is full of complexes as well. Yeah, he's, he feels very human. Yeah, I mean, he too, in his career, was not his first career, was not very successful. And he was looking at these 
a great German shepherd who were really good at finding mo- bombs and alerting humans to the to to the bombs. And he, six thirty, poor guy, was too frightened of the noise, so he just yeah. tried Turned to, the other way to escape. Mm. And um, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah very relatable. Yeah, loved him. I also loved Kevin. Yeah. I thought I loved his dry humor. Mm-hmm. He had very dry humor. I like that. I love the way he was with Elizabeth. Mm. He was very supportive, very patient with her. He didn't expect Elizabeth to be anything else but who she was. And he was also a scientist and he loved working with her. He loved that they could work together on those very complex uh, complex chemistry thing. I have no idea how to say that. Mm. The, he had a... His childhood, his whole the whole story about his childhood was heartbreaking mm. and maddening. Mm. Like I wanted to punch so many people during those passages. <laughs> you know, I'm the kind of person who has to sometimes put the book down so that I can just yeah. yell at the characters and what they're doing. Yeah. So his childhood made me put the book a few a few times. Oh yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. So I love those characters. What was a bit disappointing. I would say, was that the rest, I thought that the rest of the side characters were a bit flat. You know, they were a bit um, stereotypical Mm. for me. You know, you get the sleazy uh, boss, uh, the mean girl, you know, even her good friend, I think her name is Harriet. She's very, yeah, she feels very flat to me, not well developed i thought i don't know if you felt felt that as well yeah stock characters really yeah you get also uh, little madeline as the wonderkind uh this brilliant child who is only three years old i think and can already read um but i think it's all part of what the book is many people have written it and i i also believe that's true it's just a fairy tale and in fairy tale you need these stock characters to Mm -hmm. um well it's um comfortable to read because everyone has his or her role and they they play the part and that's what happens in lessons in chemistry so that's the part that's probably the feature that um some people won't like but i also think that's um that's what makes this book such a well-loved book yeah i never thought i didn't think that of the fairy tale aspect, but now, but now that you say it, yeah, I, I, I get it. I mean, think about it. You've got Elizabeth, who from the start is presented as a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and um, she's got. I mean, I think that we are told that she's got a perfect skin or something like that, and she's not average and never could be. Yeah, yeah that's a quote from the book. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, if that's not the princess for you, yeah. I mean modern princess obviously because she's got you know what we expect from a woman now that is you don't want her to be just the regular Mm -hmm. uh, character to be pretty and at home you've got many hardships and tribulations that she's got to go through just as in fairy tales Uh, but it turns out well for her without spoiling anything I mean I think it's well known that lessons in chemistry is not a tragedy no You've got poetic justice at the end. We do, yes. Which makes it a very nice book to read because everything falls... I, I mean, you've got some order at the end, some order that we want and expect. And 
that's also what makes this book really uh really comforting to read yeah the the female character is not defeated no she's not even though she's yeah she's down but never defeated yeah yeah and you even have the animal that speaks almost true. with 630 yeah because we actually get to count the words that he learns yes we do and he gets to give his own point of view on the story mm-hmm. so um you get some villains and you definitely you got have the, the fairy godmother you yeah literally yeah, yeah. and you almost have magic in the way elizabeth uh, uses chemistry. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is this scene, I don't know if you remember, when she makes coffee at her place. I don't think I remember. You'll have to. Yeah, I think it's when her neighbor, Harriet, I think okay. it's with Harriet, she's over at her place and Elizabeth wants to make her coffee and she uses all the devices that she's built. Mm-hmm. So the coffee has to go through tubes and I don't know what. And then here it is, and it's the best coffee ever. So there's this that is almost magical because mm-hmm. nowadays magic is actually replaced by science. Science, yeah. The way you can do wonders with science. So I think that's the um, what. Um, well, that's that's what so pleasing with this book is that. Yeah, that's so interesting. You've got all these features, and I think that really appeals to our child. Yeah, the child within us. That always loves a good story, mm-hmm. nice characters, all playing their parts, and everything falls in order at the yeah, end. Very comforting. Mm. But it makes for an inspiring book, right? It is. It's very inspiring. And yeah, for everyone, actually, you, you've got this for girls because, well, I must say that if I had read this at 17, at 17, I would have been uh, very happy to know that I could have a career in chemistry or whatever because that's something that I really enjoyed Uh, but it's also good for just anyone because you've got Elizabeth who is persevering never takes no for an answer Uh, she really has to go through a lot of hard hard moments Mm -hmm. Um, but in the end she pulls herself together puts a lot of energy in it and carries on and moves on in her life makes decisions also even if something is doing well is going well she is capable of seeing that she won't have to do it for her whole life because that's not what she's doing best yeah and even though it takes place in the 50s and 60s it it feels very modern and some of the struggles that she goes through in this book are things that some women are still going through Absolutely. today. So it felt very current as well. Mm-hmm. And it felt a bit sad to see that some of the things that were happening in the 50s and 60s are still happening today. Yeah, but at the same time, this is the kind of book that I find really good because the character is not defeated but actually no. manages to defeat the villains, so to speak, around her. In a very satisfying way. In a very satisfying way. So I think that's empowering. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So that's what I loved about this book. But as you said, the the stock characters, the fact that some of the characters look like stock characters, maybe is also uh, less 
one aspect that is a bit less yeah. well made. Mm-hmm. But really, that's not a big issue. No. Oh, no, no, no. I still give it five stars. And I would, because I think I said in the previous episode that I don't often reread, reread books, but I would definitely reread this one. Absolutely. That's the kind of comforting, comforting. Yes. Um, the kind of book that you might read when you need a kick to pull yeah. yourself together. And it's not many books that can make me laugh out loud and then cry. No. Like 50 pages later. So, yeah, it's a very good book. Mm. What I also liked in this book is that um, she's a character who needs to process things intellectually to get better mm-hmm. at that. So, for example... She is. Um, <clears throat> she tries her hand literally at uh, rowing, and at oh, first yes. she just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And then, at some point, she realizes that she has to really take this uh, intellectually, using the rules of physics to yes. understand what moves she has to do. Uh, and yeah, I think that's something that I relate to because. I often uh, fail at things until I understand how it works. Mm-hmm. So that's something else that I find um, very relatable. The moments with uh, about rowing were so funny. How like basically everyone that were practicing it were like, it's not enjoyable until a certain point and you have to really go through hardships in order to be good at it. And I think she like, doesn't she like build something in her house to be uh, able to practice i don't think she built it oh she didn't build it okay i don't think she was the one to build it okay yeah i'm I'm not going to say who did because that yeah, would be yeah. a spoiler but no that's not that's not her okay mm. um is there another aspect of the book that you liked mm, i really liked um that the character of Harriet. Even though, so she was the uh, Elizabeth's friends, her neighbor. Yeah. Right. And I really liked that, even though she didn't, uh, she didn't understand her, and she often didn't agree with her decisions. Decisions. She always supported her, mm. and I really liked that. I really liked that they were supporting each other mm-hmm. in a world that felt the opposite, that women couldn't support each other because they were in competitions and. It, etc mm-hmm. so i really like that aspect mm-hmm. yeah and it's a ni- nice counterpart to um, well it's balancing the re- well the relationship so to speak mm. of uh, that elizabeth has with the secretary miss frask yeah she was the archetype of a mean girl mm. she does have a redemption arc but yeah at the beginning she w- was extremely annoying but it's I think that she's a character that also embodies uh, what the 50s and 60s were for yeah. women. Actually, I think there is um, a passage in the book that I highlighted that represents well this, uh, what you just said. So, quote, One who went along because she, like so many other women, assumed that downgrading someone of her own sex would somehow lift her in the estimation of her male superiors. Mm. I think this quote embodies the whole character of Miss Frask. Yeah. So would you recommend? Definitely. I mean, I think it's a very good product for this day and age. And I know that by by saying product... 
I'm alluding to this slightly disappointing aspect to it, but really that's, I mean, I was so glad to read this book Mm -hmm. and um, really inspiring, as we said, and such a nice read, such a nice, well, I had a really nice reading experience with this one. So yes, definitely. And what about you? Oh yeah, I would definitely recommend. Yeah, I recommended it to you. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, spot on. and I knew it. W- it's a book that I because, like we talked about in the previous episode, we don't. I don't know some books. I'm like, oh, is she gonna like it? Is she not gonna like? It? But I knew you would. I knew you would. You would like this one. Mm, I mean, without a doubt. Yeah, the 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 aspect of uh, women in STEM is definitely something mm-hmm. that is yeah. appealing to me. So, yeah. yeah, quite good on this. Yeah, and there is something very exciting about this book is it's that it's being made into a TV show. I know, I've discovered yeah. this only recently. I know that yeah. it's been announced for quite some time now. Yeah, I think I I finished a book and I was on YouTube and I saw like Lessons in Chemistry trailer. I was like, what? Because... I was really surprised because it's such a recent book mm-hmm. and I didn't know that because it's not, it's maybe a year and a half old, if we can say that mm. for books. And the tr- so they already shot some part of it in order to do a, tra- a trailer. So I'm really excited to watch that. I think it uh, will be released in October or that's November. Soon. So Ooh, that's very soon. That's yeah. going to be very nice. Yeah. I hope it will be good. Well, I'm looking forward to it because reading the novel, um, I was really thinking that listening to a podcast or watching a TV show just like uh, Elizabeth's TV mm-hmm. show uh, would something that would be something that I would really enjoy. I know that it's not going to be that exactly, mm-hmm. but I'm really looking forward to these sequences these yeah. scenes of Elizabeth in the in the TV studio I like that they are making this into a TV show and not a movie so that we have time to develop things that's properly. that's right that's right yeah I'm yeah I'm very curious about uh the the these side characters that we criticized a bit as being a bit yeah too stereotypical well I'm looking forward to yeah what they become and 6.30, I want to know what happens to him. Yes, actually, I'm very curious about the point of view of the dog. They'll probably give him a voice. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. I think that's what they... Well, I'm hoping that's what they'll they'll do. Oh, hope so. A voice, Can't have wait. Have someone voice him. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, guys. So I think that will be the end of the episode. Yeah. Is there any book that you can think of for me to read in relation to this so that's a very good question um the only book i can think of you have already read and it's eleanor oliphant is completely fine ah yes for the point of view of the yes woman that is different yeah nice idea i what was about you? <gasps> i was asking you because i didn't know so <laughs> i wanted to be the first to ask okay um I was, yeah, I don't know. If anyone has any recommendation of women in STEM, I would I would be happy to read something, yeah, we would uh, love. something else about it. Do you know anything about that? No. Well, listeners, if you have 
any idea, feel free to go comment yeah, or DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, what's for reading? Yeah, we'll we would be... love some recommendations. Absolutely. Yeah. So next episode will be summing up our 2023 reads so yes. far. Yeah. Yeah, quite a lot of reading done already, right? I think we did. Yeah. yeah. I'm very proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, we had nice reading moments. Yes, mm. we did. Well, bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can also reach us on Instagram for feedback. That would be much appreciated. And if you want to support us, why not share in your stories? Bye.